Hey, this is True News 365. Thanks for joining me once again. Today, I want to tackle um, Christopher Hitchens and Matt Dillahunty, two atheists. Uh, one of them is going to be talking about uh, trying to align Hitler, as many atheists do, with Christianity, okay, uh, to a fail. And uh, the other, uh, Matt Dillahunty, who calls himself a um, a, uh, a humanist, okay, a secular humanist, and he's going to also try to uh, uh, separate atheism from secular humanism in what we saw in the beginning of the 20th century in Europe, in Europe, okay? So um, they try, you know, but they don't really... Get, they don't get to do what they want to do. But first, let's listen to uh, this exchange that uh, Christopher Hitchens has with, uh, uh, with, uh, on, on one of his uh, talks when he was alive. Okay, so let's uh, watch this again. Just to take the most notorious of the 20th century totalitarianisms, the most finished example, that of National Socialism. If it's an atheistic regime, then how come that in the first chapter of Mein Kampf, Hitler says he's doing God's work, executing God's will in destroying the Jewish people? How come the Fuhrer oath that every officer of the party and the army had to take, making Hitler into a minor god, begins, I swear in the name of Almighty God, my loyalty to the Fuhrer? How come that on the belt buckle of every Nazi soldier it says, God mit uns, God on our side? How come that the first treaty made by the National Socialist Dictatorship, the very first, is with the Vatican? It's exchanging political control of Germany for Catholic control of German education. How come that the Church has celebrated the birthday of the Fuhrer every day, every year, I mean, on that day, until democracy put an end to this filthy, quasi-religious, superstitious, barbarous, reactionary system to suggest that there's something fascistic about me and my beliefs is something I won't hear said and you shouldn't believe. Thank you. Okay, so let's 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 review what he said. Uh, he said um, Christopher uh, on national socialism being part of religion. Okay, he states that the socialist nationalists of the 20th century, the Nazis, claimed God in their writings and expressions when they said it was God's will to destroy the Jewish people. Um, he said that they had to take an oath, making Hitler into a minor god. Uh, their belt buckle had inscribed God in our, on our side. Uh, their first treaty was done with the Vatican. Hitler himself was an apostate from the Catholic religion. I believe his mother might have been a Catholic. He wasn't calling himself a Christian. And even if he did, he wasn't living out the tenets of anything we see in Christ. So he wasn't Christian. Also, we see that there are many atheist dictators, leaders in history, Right? Uh, that take on the role of a godlike authoritarianism. Mao in China and Kim Jong-un, right, in North Korea. Uh, people have their pictures up. People worship him like a god. We see that. That comes from atheism as, as well, right? Um, the claim of atheism itself is an expression of self-autonomy in that there's no, it, there is no god, right? Um, I become god. That's basically what it's saying, that I now become God, whether consciously or unconsciously, okay? Trusting exclusively upon the self, there's no neutrality in truth, and there's no such thing as a clean slate. It's erroneous to think 
that one kicks out God and then nothing else takes its place. So to try and push Hitler and the Nazi philosophy over to the Christian side of this context is impossible. What you have here instead is religion by either a false god or a religious system and worldview. Or you become your own god with your own religious autonomic system of worship and uh, worldview. Because everyone will operate on a religious worldview, it only depends on what will uh, one will cast at the center of one's faith. It's either God or a false God, which sometimes can be substituted for the person themselves. Okay, so with with Matt Dillahunty on secular humanism, we see the following. Let's start with him here. He's talking to on a debate with uh, Jordan Peterson. And listen to this exchange. First deconstruction of the Sermon on the Mount, where I point out that Jesus gave some good advice and some crappy advice and some questionable advice, and that's not enough. And there's not a secular humanist organization or country on the planet that has ever produced as a good thing, an intentional good thing, rapists and murderers. So, well, that's deb- that's highly debatable. That's highly debatable. Actually, I mean, one it's of the absolutely that- true because there's never been a secular humanist government on the planet. I don't know. I think the Soviets were pretty secular. No, humanist. they. Then, with, with all with all due apologies, you do not know the first thing about what secular humanism is. You should read the Secular Humanist Manifestos because what happened in Russia in communist countries was an institution of a religious-like structure surrounded around centered around an individual and forced atheism, none of which is consistent with humanism. None of it. You can say that it was an atheist thing that went awry, but you can't call it secular humanism. It's just not there. There's no humanism in what was done there. Okay, so here he's trying to defend secular humanism, and many people try to make this argument, and they try to wiggle away and separate atheism from secular humanism. But secular humanism is actually a undergirding force within atheism, because secular humanism is uh, the idea of basically what it is, is it's self-moralism, it's human moralism, a system of, of ethics and empathy and, and all of that stuff is, is combined. So Dillahunty gets pretty agitated when he responds on the subject of aligning the atheism of Stalin with the concept of secular humanism. But see, that's the problem. Secular humanism, in a nutshell, is human moralism, which is rooted in the changing and subjective human standard of ethics and morality. When you have that, you have something that keeps changing, and like anything, what is one thing becomes something else within the winds of time uh, and with the culture. Most atheistic systems do the same thing. They speak about the ethical system that they say is for the greater good. So secular humanism is only the undergirding system of what atheists, uh, which is the, just a claim of uh, against God, uh, the existence of God, and it basically that's the undergirding system that operates on it. And that doesn't exclude atheism or secular humanism from what we saw in the genocides and the state-run injustices in the early 20th century with Lenin, Stalin, and Mao, okay? Because they were operating on an ethical system that they felt was for the greater good and for the purpose of the state. Uh, evil does not float around. Human evil doesn't just float around uh, oftentimes just because a person wants to play God. They don't sometimes unconsciously recognize that that's what they're doing, Um they either become their own self-god and have people worship them, or they basically make this, these moral judgments on themselves, not using a godly standard, making themselves a standard. And in the, in the, in the Christian worldview, if you 
make yourself the arbiter of what is all good truth and, and, and right and wrong, that basically implies that you're making yourself God. So it is a religion. Um, and so these are the secular, uh, secularist arguments that we have and the trying to disalign themselves. And if you read the, uh, secular, the, uh, communist manifesto, humanist manifestos, I believe that you do have kind of like religious language in there. Uh, it does kind of speak in a religious, as religious overtones, but that's for another podcast. So yeah, I just wanted to make that point that out and bring that to the open and uh, let's continue moving on. Uh, we have a standard, the standard of Christ. Outside of a godly standard, you're operating on either the winds of culture to determine what is right and wrong, and we see that to fail, or we operate on this, the independent person uh, deciding what is right and wrong for themselves. And we, if we have a neighbor, uh, just like a, a Jeffrey Dahmer for a neighbor, we recognize that he felt that he, what he was doing, uh, uh, was just following his desires and based on the objective. And he said this himself based on the, the understanding that if we're just humans, what difference does it make? All of this stuff he made, he discussed all this stuff and brought it to the open. And that was him. And I, it's my contention that it, it is the, the most honest, logical conclusion of an atheistic and secular humanistic uh, worldview. Okay, but thanks for listening. Until next time, truenews365.com. Take care. Thanks again for listening to True News 365. Check out truenews365.com for more podcasts, blogs, resources, commentary. Check me out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, IG. Telegram, I'm all over the place. And until next time, let's keep the faith moving forward and ignite the power of truth with the word of God to our neighbors and the rest of the world in Christ's name. God bless.